What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's podcast is, I actually put a, a message out in my Facebook group yesterday just asking about um, if anybody struggled with knowing what to eat pre, intro, and post-workout. I got some responses, so I was like, you know what? This is a great topic for me to talk about. And by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I have my hand uh, taped with kinesio tape, uh, kind of a exciting thing. I did my first workout yesterday with like bar muscle ups in it, but the uh, result of not using your hands uh, for kipping motions for about four or five months is that your hands are a little softer. So got my first uh, post-surgical tear yesterday. So if you see that, that's what's going on with my hand. But anyways, today's episode, I am going to be talking about pre-intra and post-workout nutrition. And it's funny because I titled this episode, the most important meal isn't breakfast, because I think that there's so many people out there that have been told, and they know it's not true at this point, but like breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Uh, and I'm going to be honest. I think that that's a bullshit thing. I think that the most important meal of the day is actually what you're eating post-workout. And that doesn't have to look like a protein shake and, you know, gummy bears. There's more to it than that. But I want to go over why that's important for you guys regardless of if your goals are performance or your goals are fat loss, or you're just trying to be your best self. Um, post-workout nutrition is very, very important for you guys to honestly, a number of things that I'm going to go into. So today's episode is all about pre intra and post-workout nutrition. Who does this matter for? You know, what things should you be thinking about? Um, and how to honestly make the best, uh, obviously the best approach to this. I'm going to open up the comments because I know sometimes uh, things can kind of, I see somebody said, finally caught you on time. That's got to be Judy. I'm hoping that's Judy. Uh, Damien, how you doing today, Damien? Uh, and I thought this was appropriate coming off of watching some of the semifinals. By the way, can I just tell you guys that I love the semifinals being all standardized now. I think it's good for the test to be fair across the board, but I'm going to be honest. After the first two weeks of watching, I was bored watching the, the same workout. <laughs> I felt like I didn't even want to watch it. Like I tuned in and I like was like tuned out like the second I turned on the TV. So um, I don't know how they're going to fix that. I think maybe cutting it down to two weekends might be better if they can make that happen because I think two weekends is enough. Um, but I think that three weekends is just a little bit too much. So um, if they can figure out a way to stream it just two weekends or turn into two weekends, I think it'd be way better. Um, anyway, so... First and foremost, I'm going to start by talking about, I'm going to basically break down pre, then intra, then post-workout, so you guys can kind of get an idea of, of obviously if things matter. So let's talk first and foremost about pre-workout nutrition. Um, and this is one of the things that I want you guys to understand, does it matter that much as long as you're paying attention to a few key factors, all right? So um, number one is, let's talk about how and if you need to th be thinking about a pre-workout meal is how do you feel? All right. So how you feel before going into a workout is really important. I see a question about fasting, a good thing instead of breakfast. I'll talk about that in a second. That's a good question. Um, but when we talk about pre-workout nutrition, how do you feel going into your session? Do you feel like I can't wait to eat? Like you're like going to work out just so that you can get to the next meal. Um, that's a sign that you probably should have a little something because it means that your intensity or the volume that you're going to produce in that workout is going to be short-lived because you're like, I can't wait to eat. Okay. So how do you feel? How is your energy? All right. Are you feeling a little sluggish? Are you feeling energetic? You know? So sometimes talking about fasting, 
Uh, people like to work out fasted. So fasting does have a cortisol response, which is I don't, why I don't recommend a lot of fasting to clients. But that little bit of a cortisol response for some workouts can be good to keep intensity. So you actually might feel better and more alert going into your workout. We want to make sure we're fueling. We'll talk about post-workout in a second. But for some sessions, it's okay to be a little bit fasted. If you feel good, you have to think about how you feel. Are you feeling the pit in your stomach? Like not a good sign, right? We also don't want to be full before we work out. We don't want to have like, you know, a big bowl of pasta. And now we feel like we're way down for our workouts either. So that's why I'm going to go into some things that you guys can think about. By the way, I put together a quick list of like simple guys, pre intra post-workout uh, meals that you guys can use in snacks. So if you guys want that, just shoot me a message and I will make sure that I get that over to you. Um, I already put it in my Facebook group. So I was going to send it out to everybody along with this episode in there for you guys. So how do you feel? Other questions to ask yourself is, what type of day is it? Um, you know, is it the beginning of the day or is it later in the day? So um, first thing in the morning, if you're getting up to go to your CrossFit class at 5 a.m., I don't want my clients getting up at 3.30 just to eat a meal to digest it before their workout. Like that's not what I want, but we'll go into with some other strategies for that as well. Um, next question to ask yourself is how long is your session going to be and what does your session entail? Okay. If you're going in to do some skills uh, and you're not really going to be pushing a lot of intensity, maybe 30 minutes, it might not be so important for you to have a meal post-workout as or pre-workout as long as you feel good. Okay. Next question to ask yourself about pre-workout is when was your last meal? All right. So if you have not eaten something since eight o'clock in the morning and you're going to five o'clock CrossFit class and you've been stressed all day, you probably should eat something pre-workout. So we want to make sure that we are getting in something in that uh, pre-workout meal for, for those purposes. So um, and I want to also put a little bit of an emphasis on what type of a pre-workout meal I'm talking about here. Hey, Jody, is um, if we are talking pre-workout, I'm talking about a snack that you guys can eat 30 to 60 minutes prior to your session. So anything outside of that, I'm going to consider a normal part of your routine. Like it's a normal part of your day. You have a snack at two uh, and then your workouts at four. Like that's a normal part of your day. But if it's been an extended period of time since your last meal or snack, then we want to make sure we're taking in a pre-workout snack. If we're taking in a snack before as a normal part of our day, those snacks should be balanced in terms of like proteins and carbs and a little bit of fat uh, because you have a little bit more time to digest. You want those things to sit. And so, so honestly, when I talk about pre-workouts, the best way to not have to worry about a pre-workout meal is planning your meals and snacks in such a way that it co lines with the timing of your workout. So if you know you're going to the 4.30 p.m. CrossFit class, you should probably have a snack at around 2.30 or 3 of maybe two to 300 calories, a little bit of fat, some protein and carbs, something that makes you feel good but doesn't sit heavy in your stomach. Um, these types of pre-workout snacks that I'm going to be putting out for you guys are for those of you guys looking for something that's just a little bit more instant in that 30 to 60 minutes prior to your workout to just top things off, make sure you're feeling good. Okay. Because like I said, I think the other thing is part of anybody's normal routine, whether you're working out or not, you can have that snack. All right. So what types of foods are we looking to include in this pre-workout uh, window, this 30 to 60 minutes? We're looking for simple, easy to digest carbohydrates with maybe a little bit of protein just to keep them in your system a little bit longer and getting those essential amino acids running through your muscles. So um, something like maybe a little bit of yogurt and some granola 
or even just the granola. If you don't want that yogurt sitting in your belly, um, a granola bar, uh, some, a, a slice of toast with some really good thing, guys, take a slice of toast, whole grain toast, smash up some banana in it. And you could even drizzle it. Like I'll take the powdered peanut butter. Cause it's not a lot of fat, mix it with some water to create like a drizzle, drizzle it on top of that. It's great pre-workout snack, low fat, a little bit of protein in it. Um, something light, it could be a piece of fruit, um, something that's going to keep you feeling good in your workout and energized, but not weigh you down. Baby food is good here. Uh, in fact, I also like, there's a product called fuel for fire and they're about a hundred calorie. They look like baby squeeze, squeeze packs, but they have a little bit of whey protein. In them. Those are great pre-workout. Um, the applesauce packs, anything like that, a couple of rice cakes, even the chocolate ones are my favorite. Um, anything like that, just to give you guys a little bit of carbohydrates, but nothing too heavy. Those are great around 30 minutes before you work out. As I said, the, if you have it, if it's a little bit more calories, it's going to be a little bit dense. You're going to probably want to put that a little bit more like the 60 minute out. So if you're doing the toast and the banana and the peanut butter, maybe about 60 minutes out. So kind of think about like your timeline. Most importantly is you want to get about hundred to 200 calories in just to make sure you feel good. By the way, it's probably going to be about the majority of what you're burning in your CrossFit workout. So it's going to just fuel your workouts. The other part of it's going to come in the post-workout. I have been told in my earlier years that a Red Bull and banana is the way to go before physical fitness tests. I never believed it. Going to be honest, it's not a bad idea because Red Bull has about 180 to 200 milligrams of caffeine, depending on the size. And that banana is going to be good starchy carbs. I think it's a good idea. 30 minutes post pre-workout. I think that's great. Um, uh, probably works for somebody. There's other things that they, that they've, they've done. A lot of people like gummy bears and stuff like that, but the pre-workout window should really be something simple, easy to digest. This is where some of your more processed carbohydrates come in. And I'm going to talk about the processed carbohydrates and athletes and all that kind of stuff in a little bit. Okay. So pre-workout. Okay. How do you feel? How do you want to feel? You want to feel like you can freaking get after your workout, whether your goals are fat loss or performance the way you perform in the gym is going to also relate to your results, right? So like whether it's a scoreboard, you know, the weight lifted on the, uh, on there or the amount of calories you want to burn in your workouts, you're going to burn more calories if you've got more energy. So we want to make sure that we're topping off our energy stores and we're priming fueled. This is where the fasting thing, I don't want people thinking about fasting is good for fat loss because it's only good to fast in your workouts. If it makes you feel good, you don't burn more calories. You don't burn more fat by fasting before your workouts. That's a myth. Okay. So we don't have to worry about that. Better off being fasted now or being fed. Now, the big thing about when we're talking about calories and pre-workout and post-workout is, and I'm going to go into this a little bit, but you have to know what phase you're in. So if you're in a fat loss phase and your calories are a little limited, you're also going to want to make sure you're spacing things out. But this is where I'm going to talk about the most important meal of your day is not breakfast. Okay. Whether you're in a fat loss phase or you're in a performance-based phase, this timing around your workouts is going to really set you up for success, no matter what your goals are. Okay. So pre-workout, it's kind of a, it's a individualized approach based on how you want to feel. All right. So if you're just tuning in, you're going to have to rewind. All right. Uh, I see a lot of people watching. So if you guys do have questions, please pop them up for me. I definitely want to be able to address any of your guys' questions. Intro workout. Let's talk about intro workout. Okay. This is probably not going to be relevant to a lot of people out there because a lot of people are doing sessions that are lasting about an hour. Uh, you shouldn't really need an intro workout uh, meal. However, if you are working out first thing in the morning, uh, you are an early bird, you're in the gym at 5 a.m., you might prefer intro workout carbohydrates over a pre-workout because it's actually going to help set you up for success uh, without feeling weighed down. You don't have to get up earlier to digest a meal. 
Uh, by the way, did you know that if you were working out first thing in the morning, your pre-workout meal is actually what you're eating the night before your last meal of the evening. So good idea to put some complex carbohydrates, a uh, little bit of fat and protein in that uh, nighttime snack. Intra-workout should be for those of you guys though, that like I said, are maybe it's first thing in the morning and you are fasted and you're trying to get through strength, Metcon, and maybe some accessory work. You might want to start sipping on some intra-workout workout, intra -workout carbohydrates um, as you're working out to make sure that you have enough carbohydrates to finish your session with intensity. The goal is to be able to keep intensity up in this session. Okay, so once again, some questions to ask yourself, how are you feeling mid-session? Mid so if you know that every morning by about the 30-minute mark on the clock, you're like, I can't wait to get home. I'm so tired. You probably want to try some intra-workout fueling. Um, also, once again, when was your last meal? Okay, some things to think about. You might want to take in those intra-workout carbs over a pre-workout. That might make you feel a little bit better if you don't want to risk kind of feeling sick to your stomach while you're doing burpees. But we're talking about intra-workout nutrition. We're probably going to want to put that, like I said, we're either sipping on it as we start our workouts or at around that 30 to 45 minute mark, somewhere in that range, we start sipping on those, on those carbohydrates. Uh, what we're looking for in these intro workouts is going to be simple carbs. I really don't prefer people eating at this point. I would honestly say that for most people, uh, a liquid carbohydrate uh, along with some essential amino acids is a great mix to keep energy levels up. And like I said, to keep those amino acids running through the bloodstream. You don't necessarily need the EAAs, but they definitely have been shown to benefit recovery. Um, and also just to ensure that you are feeling good in your workouts. It can definitely boost your energy a little bit. So um, simple things you guys can do is it sounds dumb, but like a little bit of Gatorade powder, Gatorade powder could even go into Matt Frazier. Matt Frazier will give you his response on, on what he did with Gatorade powder. He freaking double, triple scoop that shit. So, but putting a little bit of Gatorade powder in with your water and your aminos, um, cyclic dextrin is a great carbohydrate, a little bit expensive, uh, but definitely one of the more, uh, better quality ones out there. Um, you could do some things like some of my clients, like the gummy bears and stuff like that. But honestly, I would prefer just to have a liquid that I'm drinking because I'm also getting hydrated as well. Uh, and that's going to help you guys feel good in your workouts as well, especially if you're sweating a lot. So definitely get some carbohydrates in. Believe it or not, also for those of you that do sweat, did you know that electrolytes are better absorbed with carbohydrates uh, in, in your system as well? So you're actually going to absorb those electrolytes a little bit better. So um, intra-workout, if you're going to be going for 45 minutes to 90 minutes, or sorry, 90 minutes plus, 60 minutes plus, you probably should take an intra workout if you uh, have the goal of being able to keep that intensity up. Sometimes I play around with this. Um, I know that if I don't take in intra workout carbohydrates, my later part of my session needs to be reserved for things that don't require as much of my effort. Otherwise, I'm tanking. So, like this morning, I did like 10 sets of it was a fun workout. Let me just share my workout with you guys because I'm getting back into some upper body stuff. Uh, it was 10 sets of a 250 meter ski a 50, 50 foot handstand walk, and then another 250 meter ski. And I rested 60 seconds. I did that for 10 sets. It was kind of a fun, like cardio handstand walking thing. But for that, once I was done with that, I had to take in some intra-workout carbs because I was going to be snatching and doing some accessory work. And I was not going to have the intensity in that. So I did take in some of those carbs, but that's the intra-workout carbohydrates. Once again, you want to make sure that you're also looking at what phase you're in because those are going to take up some of your calories for the day. And we want to make sure that we're being smart about that if we are on a lower calorie budget. Now we're going to talk about post-workout. As I mentioned, uh, breakfast is not the most important meal of the day, but I do think that your post-workout nutrition is the most important meal of your day.
And there's a number of reasons why, uh, and I'm going to go into the whole, how do you feel? Yada, yada, yada. But the reasons why the benefits of your pre-workout nutrition, I just want to make sure I, I touch on everything that I wrote down here is that, well, for one, okay, when we work out, we are going to be raising our cortisol levels. We are going to be uh, depleting our glycogen stores if we are working out with intensity. Um, and we're going to be, our blood sugar is going to be a little bit off. You know, there's going to be a lot of things going on. We are also in the most anabolic stage at that moment to absorb nutrients. So the nutrients we take in post-workout are really important. We can actually get a good benefit from absorption of nutrients by taking things in, in that post-workout window. So, uh, that's why a lot of people like to put creatine and stuff post-workout. Um, I didn't even talk about supplements today, but maybe I will touch on, uh, supplements as well. I didn't have that planned in, but I think I will touch on that a little bit. Um, but that is going to be when your body is primed to absorb things. Now, I think a lot of people think that they've got to get something in like right away. Uh, and then there's other people like I'm too sick to eat after I work out. So it's really important to understand that your appetite may be a little bit affected by the intensity of your workout. You might not feel hungry right away, but it's important to start thinking about nutrients that you're going to be getting in, in that next meal. And when is going to be that next meal? So the other benefits of that post-workout is if you are in a fat loss phase, um, if you aren't eating post-workout because you're not hungry, what happens is later on, you typically have a rebound hunger spike and now you're starving and now you're having cravings and all these types of things and you feel like you can't satisfy them and you're overeating. So sometimes just by getting in that meal post-workout, you eliminate that need to overindulge later on. So we want to make sure we're getting those calories in regardless of when we're not really hungry. Here's what I always remind people is like, you can be at a dinner table and you have like steak and asparagus and potato. And you're like, I'm so full. I'm good. And then the dessert comes out and you're like, Oh, I could eat that. I'm not really hungry, but I could eat that. When you guys have a hard time with appetite, especially in this type of setting is think about foods like that. Like what could I eat even if I wasn't hungry? And as I mentioned, I was going to talk a little bit about the whole, like food quality processed foods. This is where a lot of athletes will put some of those not ideal carbohydrates. You'll see people eating donuts or cookies or cereal or graham crackers or, you know, animal crackers, whatever it is, candy, because they maybe don't have a big appetite for a big bowl of rice and chicken, you know? So this is where you can actually put some of those foods. If you do have a hard time eating post-workout, um, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's the best time to eat those types of foods. It's also why I don't recommend people feeding their social life while starving their workouts. They like to do the whole, I'm going to be on a calorie deficit, super dialed in all week. And then I'm going to binge on the weekends on whatever I want to eat. Well, maybe you should use those calories when your body actually needs them, when you're actually working out during the week, instead of saving them for when you're going out with your friends on Saturday night, or maybe you plan your workout so that you're working out on those days that the calories are going to better use. Just saying, but that post-workout meal is really important for you guys to feel good in fact, those of you guys that work out in the morning, if you guys have an energy slump midday, a lot of times it comes down to not getting in the right type of nutrients, the right type of fueling in that post-workout window. So definitely something to think about when you guys are uh, obviously thinking about your food. Now, what does your post-workout meal need to look like? Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about post-workout, okay? Well, no, you know what? Because I don't really care how you feel. Like I said, I want you guys eating regardless. I didn't, I didn't miss anything there. I thought maybe I missed something. Um, let's talk about that post-workout meal though. All right. So depending on what phase you're in and what goals you have, this might look very different, but you always want to make sure 
that you're getting in some protein and some carbohydrates. Some people will be a little bit heavier on carbs and the protein stays pretty much the same for everybody. But the reality is that the length of your session, the intensity of your session, along with uh, if you have multiple sessions in the day is going to dictate what that, the size of that post-workout should look like along with when is your next meal going to be? So a lot of things to factor into what post-workout should look like. So I'm going to give you a couple of scenarios. Okay. Let's say you are in a fat loss phase and you're like trying to balance your calories throughout the day. It is okay to have a workout and then maybe not have something right away, but ensuring that your next meal is within 60 to 90 minutes of your workout and that it is going to have a good amount of protein, carbs, and fats, and fiber. That's okay. You're not getting the fast digested carbohydrates and all that kind of stuff, but guess what? Your body is still recovering, and you are going to get those nutrients in, okay? If you have the calories to budget with, it's always going to be better to get something in a little bit quicker, a protein and a carb, and then have a meal later on. But I also understand that what phase you're in is going to also dictate that, okay? So as long as you're getting in a good meal with enough carbohydrates, enough protein post-workout, you're in a good spot. Now, another scenario, let's just say you're not going to be eating for a little while. You definitely want to make sure that you're getting in a post-workout snack of some protein and some carbohydrates. I'm going to give you guys some examples in a second. If you are an athlete and you are training multiple times a day, or you are actually trying to recover, you should be getting in post-workout snacks and then another meal slightly after that. You want to kind of double whammy that that's going to ensure you're getting the best recovery or on the another scenario might be if you have a session and you don't have that much time between your next session you might be eating like two snacks so you might be doing a post-workout and then a pre-workout snack so that's kind of something to think about as well um that's something you can kind of use to incorporate the most important thing guys is this is all individualized everything we do here is everybody's going to be a little bit different Okay, so what should that post-workout snack look like? What that, or that post-workout snack? And I'm going to keep this to those of you guys that are doing a snack, not a meal. Because like I said, if you're just doing your normal stuff, your GPP, your next meal can be a balanced meal, getting in some carbohydrates, some protein, a little bit of fiber, fat, and all that kind of, all that kinds of things. If it's going to be a, a true post-workout, we want this types of foods. And we're talking within that like 30 to 90 minute window. Okay, so here's what we're looking at for that post-workout snack. We're looking for a blend of protein and carbohydrates, pretty quick digested. It can be a little slower digested if it's going to be a little bit longer out for your next meal. Okay. Um, but we're talking about maybe a whey protein shake. Um, it could be some yogurt, cottage cheese, egg whites, uh, chicken breast. These are all good post-workouts. Those types of things are going to be good protein sources. Uh, carbohydrates, we're thinking about things like cereal, uh, fruits such as uh, like banana, mango, um, you know, even berries can be okay here, but I honestly like a lot of the more sugary carbs. So like, I, I like the banana, the mango, things like that. Um, pineapple melon also very hydrating as well. Um, for those of you guys that are like in hotter climates that might feel a bit more satiating, um, low fat frozen yogurt can be a great, great snack. Uh, Chocolate milk, low-fat chocolate milk. In fact, for a lot of people, that was something that they used to do long, you know, Rich Froney did it for years. Um, I think he still puts chocolate syrup in with his whey protein powder. So in fact, that's a simple way to get things. What you want to consider though here when we're talking about your post-workout snack is once again, what phase are you in? Are you a performance athlete and you are actually looking to um, uh, like perform your best? 
you actually can probably afford more liquid carbs and those more dense carbohydrates and proteins because you aren't on a calorie budget. Vice versa, if you are a fat loss client, you might want to be a little bit smarter about the type of food you're eating because you want to feel more satiated. I would probably do do more whole food stuff that's actually going to require some digestion, some some yogurt, some berries, granola, cereal, those types of things as well. Uh, Judy, Jody, what would you choose to break your fast? An English muffin or Eggo waffle paired with two eggs? Um, honestly, Jody, I would say that either of those is a good thing, but I would say that your English muffin, um, if, if, they, if they're both paired with two eggs, I think that's great. I think it also depends on the length of your session. Uh, English muffin uh, is typically going to be about 25 to 26 carbs, 20, 30 carbs. Uh, one Eggo waffle, I think is probably less than that. Uh, but if you're topping it with some syrup, maybe it goes up. Um, I would honestly tell you that you might want to go English muffin, some fruit and your eggs, um, or ego, two ego waffles would be a good thing. So always eggs, but what would you choose to accompany eggs? I think either of those fine. In fact, why not switch them up here and there? I personally, Jody, just so you know, I'm very much a food quality person. Um, I like the, uh, Vons multigrain waffles. Um, if you are also like looking for better quality food, egos are fine. Nothing wrong with an ego waffle grew up eating them. But if you're looking for one that has a little bit more fiber, more whole grains, and a little bit of protein, the Vons multigrain are the ones that I like. I really like those. And in fact, if you guys have never tried this, put your waffles in the air fryer. They actually taste more like a actual, like a waffle from a, a shop. Like they, they get a little bit crispier than they do get in the regular toaster. It's something that I tried. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, I love my waffles, but that's um, some suggestions there for you, Jody. So yeah, we want to have some of those uh, combinations. Um, you can do a slice of toast, a little bit of powdered peanut butter. Some banana is a great thing there. Um, I, I love that kind of stuff, guys. Just so you know, I'm a breakfast foodie. In fact, breakfast food is such good post-workout food. Cereals, granolas, all of that stuff is really good for that. Animal crackers, more snack food is good. Um, but the main thing is, you like I said, you want to focus on what phase are you in to ensure that you are also keeping that into consideration when you are planning in that meal. So that's kind of what I have to talk about um, in terms of pre intra post workout food. Um, I can talk a little bit about supplementation. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to be honest, guys, I am a minimalist with su supplements. Uh, I do think that there are some that are very effective. Um, I think there's a lot that are kind of gimmicky, but, um, some supplements that you guys can obviously, uh, that I know that everybody should be taking is number one. Creatine is a great supplement to help you guys with, um, obviously boosting performance. Um, the effects on ATP is going to help you guys get better use of energy in your muscles. Uh, better strength, better recovery. Uh, in fact, even better cognition, better brain function. Uh, did you guys know that Lego, my ego, love that. Um, did you guys know that creatine is actually being used to help people with neurological conditions, such as like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, because of the effects on the brain? If you didn't know that, that's why it's good for more than just obviously muscle. So creatine is good. Beta alanine um, is another good one. Might give you guys a little bit of an itch though. So if you don't like that, um, just watch out for that. Um, L-citrulline, um, glutamine, when you guys are looking for, uh, sorry, not glutamine, not glutamine, uh, but L-citrulline, um, when you guys are looking for your supplements for pre-workouts specifically, I'm just thinking about this is that, um, what you want to look at is never look for supplements that have proprietary blends, the proprietary blend. You always want to make sure, and this is for all supplements. If it says proprietary blend of like beta alanine, creatine, blah, 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 blah without telling you how much of each of those things are in it, it's garbage. 
you want to make sure that when you're getting a supplement that you know exactly how much creatine, exactly how much beta alanine, exactly how much. Otherwise, you're not getting what you really want. So we always want to make sure that we're getting that kinds of stuff in there. So caffeine is also uh, underrated for pre-workout. Um, I always do a shot of espresso before my workout. That's my caffeine. I do a, I do Enduraformins, which is a non-simulant pre-workout. And then I do the um, a, a shot of caffeine from espresso. I'll put the show in my show notes, the uh, links to what I take personally for pre-workout and post-workout. Uh, post-workout um, supplements, I think whey protein is, is probably, guys, everybody should be taking whey protein. I think it's a great source of protein, whether you're working out or not. Um, I use level one. Um, I also use formula one. Uh, other, uh, other brands that I like extend has a great protein. Um, I think that dimatized ISO 100 is, is decent. Uh, P science is a whey casing blend, um, better for baking, but also a good protein brand. I stick with what I know is FDA approved third party tested just because I want to make sure I'm getting the best. And that's why I stick with first form. So I'll make sure I give you guys the link to that because if you order, you get linked to me and that gives me some kickback. And I want to make sure that my, my people know that I'm supporting them because I love first form. I think that they're a great company. They have a lot of uh, value to bring the, bring to the, uh, to the table for everybody. They do a lot to help people get fitter, not just sell supplements. So I'm thinking about some other supplements there. Um, I think it's the main ones around your workout, you know, just to kind of go over that. If my clients aren't currently on like a good quality multivitamin, vitamin D fish oil, but the main thing guys, like I keep my supplements very small and simple and that's the main thing. So creatine, beta alanine, those are the main ones for me. Um, anything else that you guys want me to discuss in terms of pre intra post-workout nutrition before I wrap up today? Boom. I am like right on time. I try and keep my episodes around 30 minutes and we are at 29.45. All right. Well, if you guys need anything, you know where to find me. If you guys want the uh, quick little list I have of pre intra post-workout stuff, uh, shoot me a message. I'll put my email in the show notes and then you guys can go ahead and send me a message and then I will send that on over to you guys. But until next episode, I will see you all later.